Welcome to Speak to It, where we create conscious space to speak to it. This season we'll be diving into the journey of Letters of a Narcissist. This is where you get the unique opportunity to hear the letters written from my narcissist and hear the echo of your narcissist within them. So before we kick off and before we dive on into the first on letter, I want to set an intention for this space. This space is not for blame and shame or judgment. This space is not to vilify. This space is for conscious creation of letting the fuck go and speaking to it. So before we dive on in, let me catch you up on how we got here. Letters of a narcissist is not a new concept. It's an idea that I came up with a few years ago that's come back around and has asked me to respond to it. It came to me after noticing that while I was healing from maternal narcissism and going through my own journey of discovering the emotional abuse that I had been through and unpicking the spider's web of my own identity of someone else's truth and all of my own coping mechanisms, it came to me that there was an echo of a narcissistic voice, that the groups that I was in where I was sharing my experiences with other daughters of maternal narcissism, that their letters could have been written by my own abuser, that my letters could have been written by their abuser and that there are certain patterns and there is a language that is echoed throughout these letters and it was a curious thought at the time of what if we actually shared these what if we sat in a sacred space and took back our power to share the words and hear the echo and almost begin to take the fire out of the words that had wounded us and begin to hear almost the comical aspect of how often this echo is repeated throughout narcissistic behavior. It's come back around this time round because I've hit a wall and I'm fucking over it and it's time to speak to it. It's time to take my power back. At the time a few years ago when this idea came to me, I didn't have the groundedness within my own voice to have the courage to actually go through with this. I was scared of triggering people. I was scared of re-traumatizing. And while I believed in it, I was scared of my own fucking voice. And so it's been a few years of trying to heal my voice, which is an ongoing fucking journey. <laughs> Anyone who has tried to do it knows the imposter syndrome that constantly gets in the fucking way so there's been times that i get up on the horse and i stand in front of the mic every now and then every few few years where i feel compelled to rejoin the conversation of being a daughter of narcissistic abuse where narcissistic behaviors created dysfunctional patterns within my family dynamic and the coping mechanisms and the trauma that that's created within me and the generational patterns that form within a cycle of dysfunction. 
So every now and then there's something that compels me to get back up on the mic and to rejoin that conversation. And the moment that I start to rejoin that conversation and think that I found courage in sharing my own story and my experiences from an objective, grounded, healed place, well, you know what? I start to get another cyber attack from my abuser. And while I hold full compassion for this person, and yes, I've done my work, and yes, there's still a hell of a lot of a long way to go. I'm fed up with being told that I'm a liar. And you know what? After the last round of abusive emails, shaming me for anything I have shared on the internet about my own experiences of healing since being no contact, that everything I have shared is lies and made up because I don't have the courage to simply be honest, I'm just about fed up enough to read you the letters, the emails, the messages that have sat unheard within the box. You know, the box, the box that we all hide within, within our closet. The one that we all, for some reason, tuck away those letters because, God forbid, the narcissistic voice is actually heard. God forbid we upset them. I'm so sick of the trauma cycle that happens when I begin to find my voice and then she starts another round of online abuse. If you've ever watched a video I've done, if you've ever listened to one of these podcasts, there's not many of them because, yeah, I start and I stop, but there's a few in the history, in my history. I'm so careful to never make her out to be a monster. I'm actively conscious with the language I use to never place blame or shame and only share from a place of introspection of the stories that are mine to share. Because I respect her journey, I respect her story, and without her, my story wouldn't be here either. So let's firstly pay homage to the fact that my maternal narcissism is caused from hurt. That the narcissistic behaviours that happen are very different to the narcissistic personality disorder. Let's just make that dis distinction here. Narcissistic behaviours, we are all capable of them. Narcissistic abuse, we are all capable of it. However, not all of us go there. I'm actively conscious with this language because my intent is not to blame and shame. My intent is not to vilify her and to create her out to be a monster that she is not because it is all formed from pain. It is all formed from a state of survival that we all hold the capacity to step into. But maybe I'm just a little bit too nice about it all. Honestly, I don't give a shit about what she thinks about me. I'm tired of her believing she has ownership over my story and my fucking voice. I'm tired of retreating back into the shadows and doing months of healing to gain courage to share online again. Staying silent until something inspires me or moves me so deeply that I can't hold my voice back and need to become part of the conversation again. Seriously, something keeps dragging me back into this conversation over and over again. And it's been almost a decade. I want to strip the skeletons from my experience because I was protecting her and what people would think of her. Not wanting them to hate a woman that I never hated but only loved and now pity. I wanted to be seen as the bigger fucking person. But you know what? Fuck the high road. 
It's because I've never wanted to be seen as being stuck in the victimhood of it. To actually get my hands dirty with the mud of suffering and to share from the outside the wound rather than within it. So let's get real here. Let's get real honest and let's share the reason why my ego wants to keep me there. Because someday I want to support people on their own healing journeys. And there's a prescribed programming within me that says that I can't do that from a wounded place. That I need to mask. So I could never allow myself to be seen as anything other than being above it. Anything that resembled being truly vulnerable by exposing myself as being wounded and not healed. Because the imposter syndrome says that I can't possibly share my story from a place of a victim. That I shouldn't speak until I have a voice that has overcome the place of being in the story and not outside of it. That my voice doesn't hold value until it has some value to share in how to transpire past the suffering. And when you transpire past the suffering, it's not about the story anymore. But you know what? We have so many untold stories within us. And yet that same imposter syndrome is what silences me each time when a contact attempt is made. When this viral internet cyber abuse starts again. When I'm gaslit with accusations and shames and I'm shamed back into the silence. All that silence has vented and become a fucking pressure cooker and there's a part of me that is so desperate to be seen and heard so you know what all the silence the silent things that have been said and written to me over the past 15 years i've stored them and i'm tired of only my ears hearing them it's not that I want everyone to hear what she has said. It's not that I want anyone to vilify my abuser or to invalidate her experiences or their hurt or their pain. Because it's not about them. This is about me. And that in itself may sound incredibly narcissistic. But here we are anyway. I want to stop screaming the unspoken things in my sleep and instead say them in a way that helps others to see the camouflage that generational trauma can be and the mask that even my own ego ego wears to keep things behind closed doors. Because you know what? Fuck that programming that says we keep our dirty laundry behind closed doors. Donut, what on earth would the neighbours think? Fuck slamming the door and suppressing the anger to see it from a higher perspective. Anger is the fire. We need to burn the door and let the wind set it all free. The difference now is that I don't need these letters to defend, justify, vilify or convince anyone of my experiences. I don't need them as ammunition or to use them as a shield anymore. I don't need their protection. But I do need them to be heard and their existence to be witnessed. Not to validate, but in the acknowledgement that they were said and to give closure and to make fucking space. This is me taking back my power. This is what the world is needing in its expression of ourselves 
when why do we victim shame and look down upon a person who speaks out this is how we heal by being heard and being seen and raising our voices by taking back our power and reclaiming the part of the story that is ours this is a beautiful expression of self and i hope you're here to celebrate it with me and maybe you'll hear an echo of your narcissist within it or maybe you might learn something along the way who knows but this is for me and that's all that i know at this point so my intent is to release these letters as i speak them to hope that they create some good in the world and to be seen and heard so welcome to speak to it where this season we're going to dive into the letters of a narcissist i hope you'll be here to witness me and hold sacred space as we go back through the decades <laughs>